Blog Talk Radio.
I'll be hosting tonight. Um, as I'm on the road, I got caught behind a bit, so I'm multi to have you very much so today. Um, so I'm glad that every I was everybody's able to come on tonight. I'm hopefully you're hearing us in your homes, and your, possibly your job, and and uh, and maybe uh, even just in your workplace or maybe in the marketplace. But I'm excited tonight to be able to host and to share with you what God has laid on our hearts. Um, let's start with a word of prayer. Father, we just give you praise, honor, and glory. We thank you, O oh God, because you're awesome, because you're amazing, because you're consistent in your Father, we give you praise because we don't deserve what you do, but yet you consistently love us, you consistently care for us, you watch out for us, Father, and you consistently make sure that your plans for us manifest themselves. So, Father, I, I pray tonight as we uh, share on Blog Talk Radio, Father, that you, we would have ears to hear and a heart to receive and the will to obey and the wisdom to manifest, oh God, what you would say to us tonight. Father, let no flesh glory in your sight. Oh God, it calls us to see fruit thereof today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, and for the rest of our lives. And we will give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. It is so, and so it is. God bless you tonight. As I said, I am hosting tonight. Uh, over the past few years that I have been doing blog talk uh, with Smile, this is my first time hosting. Uh, in other words, I'm, I'm talking from beginning to end. That's a new thing for me <laughs> on Blog Talk Radio. Nonetheless, we're still excited. We're, we're, we're happy in the Lord. God is up to some things. And, and uh, I can admit it's been a trying few weeks. Uh, but my excitement is because when, when things like this begin to happen and God begins to put you up under the press, it's for a reason. My God, today I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Hallelujah. When God begins to put you up under the press, there's a reason why you're under the press. Because whatever God has for you could not happen without the press. Amen. Uh, and so if, if, if you allow me, I want to start right there. I'm just, just sharing with you tonight, hallelujah, that as God begins to press us, it is for a reason. There's a reason why things are happening the way they're happening. There are things going on that you can't seem to explain. There are things happening that you don't seem to understand, and, and, and it doesn't quite make sense. And it seems like it's one thing after another, hallelujah, after another. Come on, y'all, I'm to myself tonight. But God is saying, I'm getting ready to change some things in your life. And I'm changing the guard. And I'm, I'm changing, hallelujah, I, 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 I'm changing your hands, my God. Today. I'm changing your name. Hallelujah. And when I begin to change your name, begin to change the guards and change what you're used to and change how you respond and change your appetite, the press has to happen. Hallelujah. Because God's getting us used to new things. Many times, just as the as the Israelites were, we get so used to Egypt because we get used to a certain way. We get used to certain things that, that, are, that are not meant for us to stay there. They're not meant for us to, to get to to get comfortable there. As I heard a, a prophet say once before, and I and I just continue to echo it because it was so important. Don't cross your legs in the pit, Joseph. This is just a transition. And many times we cross our legs in the pit because we get used to it. We learn how to make do in the pit. My God, today help me, Holy Ghost. We learn how to uh, to get through it. We learn how to function in the pit. And the pit was never meant for us to stay there. It was never meant for us to get comfortable there. So we have to be careful what we allow our hearts and our minds, our souls, and our spirits to get used to. 
simply because it's just a transition. All things are working together for them who love God and are called according to his purpose. And the enemy wants you to get your legs crossed, get comfortable there, and, and pitch your tent there, because you, that means you never fulfill your entire purpose. It's just circumstantial. It's just temporary. And when you begin to set your tent up in temporary things, then your whole life becomes out of order. And then those who come behind you find themselves out of order as well. There's somebody you're supposed to minister to in the next dimension of your life, the next place of your life, the next, the next uh, adventure of your life. But if you are not there because you are behind time or because you're still stuck in yesterday's place, then they become out of order as well. And we have to learn how to trust God for the place we do not know. We have to learn how to trust God for the thing we cannot calculate. This year is a year for the for the discipline. And in discipline, you're going to find new areas and new opportunities to come up in your heart and in your mind. Because if you were finished, you'd be dead. I know we don't like that kind of talk. When your course is done, when your work is done, God's going to call you home. If you hear the sound of my voice, you ain't went home yet. If you can hear me talking, it's simply because God has still got you for a reason. God still has a plan for your life. There is still something you must do. There is a task you still must complete. And so, therefore, you cannot get comfortable where you are. And don't you let nobody else convince you to get comfortable where you are. You haven't done your best thing yet. You ain't seen your best days yet. Hallelujah. Some preachers are the sound of my voice. You haven't preached your best sermon. Some singers are the sound of my voice. You haven't sung your best song yet. Still more for you to do. More for you to learn. More for you to share. More for you to experience. More for you to enjoy. Don't stop now. Don't quit now. God's got more for you. God's got better for you. Increase is your portion. Don't you dare stop where you are. God's got better for you. So then embrace the trying of your faith. Embrace the trying of your faith. It's going to cause you to be better. It's going to cause you to be stronger. It's going to cause you to be wiser. 
and you find yourself in dire temptations, you need to give God thanks. That's a sign that God's working on your behalf. That's a sign that God is not done with you yet. Sometimes we look at trouble and when we immediately get discouraged and we see trouble or we see conflict or we see opposition and we immediately get discouraged. Forgetting that the word says that all things work together for them who love God and are called according to his purpose. We forget that. We forget that it, it, it so quickly leaves our minds, our hearts, and our souls simply because we want everything to simply work smoothly. And that was that's not the promise. That's not the deal. That's not the contract. The word says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver us out of them all. In other words, he's telling us, listen, you're going to always have something that's coming against you. Reason being, there's always something that wants to keep you from being who you're supposed to be. There's always something that's going to try to get you to to not be as great as you're supposed to be. So stay focused. It's That's a part of the plan. Stay focused. It's a part of the plan that you have conflict. The very minute you start thinking that there's something going to always going to go okay with you, you'd have messed up already. That gets you off focus. When you have thoughts like that, it makes you feel like, oh, everything should be okay. Everything should be great. Everything should go smoothly with no hiccups. That may not always be the case. That's, that's the whole purpose of our prayer life. That's the whole purpose of, of why we talk to God and why we, we diligently seek him. Why the word says, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. There's going to be conflict there. The enemy hates your thinking good. The enemy of your soul. Hates your stinking gut. He hates you. He can't stain you. Hates your very existence. Of course he's fighting you. Of course he's bringing conflict to your world. He can't stain you. Because you took his job. Why would he like you? Why would he appreciate you? You took his job. He can't stand you. He can never get back to where you, where God desires for you to be. He got kicked out for messing up once. And every time you mess up, God wants you that even more. Every time you mess up, God wants you closer. 
Every time you make a mistake, God wants you closer. He, hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. He creates circumstances to keep you closer. I like that, y'all. I'm going to say it again. God purposely you closer. Every situation in your life that happens that seems tight, that seems uncomfortable, is God working on your behalf. And the enemy can't stand that. But every time you mess up, God uses his love and his and his adoration and his care and his faithfulness towards you to draw you closer. Those of you who are joining us on Facebook Live, we're also doing blog talk tonight as well. And so we're talking about, again, just to reiterate, that sometimes we find ourselves in situations that seem very tight, that seem uncomfortable. This, the entire month of February, and even part of January, was, was a constant trying of my faith, one thing after another after another. But as I said on the other day, that I will not allow um, uh, my condition to change my confession. And I'm grateful to God. It's been it's been weird. It's been tight. It's been uncomfortable. Uh, um, it's just been weird, one thing after another. But God is sustaining. God is preparing. But I and I and I know that these situations are happening simply because God is up to something in my life. God is up to something in my life, and I can't let what I see determine how I trust God and how I respond. Understand that whatever happens to us that makes things tight in our life is because God's trying to get us somewhere. God's trying to get us somewhere that we can't get by ourselves. So those things that have David, David said in the scripture, he said, he said, it was good that I was afflicted that I may know you in the power of your might. In other words, David was saying the trials I had to go through, those uncomfortable situations, they happened. And I'm glad they happened because that's how I got to know you, God. That's how I became stronger. That's how I became wiser. That's how I got closer to you in my faith. That's how my worship became stronger. Those of you who've been in relationships, you find that um, – uh, those situations in your relationship that, that were seen that seemed traumatic. Those are the things that cause you to be closer to your mate. Those are the things that cause your 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 your, your communication to become stronger. In those situations, that God allows us to become stronger. Yes, those situations are uncomfortable. We don't like them, and it seems like just they happen right when we seem to get. Cool. Just when things seem to be going okay, that's when things. That's simply because God doesn't want you comfortable where you are. And we always are looking for comfort. We're looking for a place to chill. We're looking for a place to rest. But there is so much to be done. There is so much that God has for us that chilling can't be the option. Chilling can't be what you do right now. Reason being is simply because you got a lot to do. It's a lot on your plate. There's a lot that God's requiring that you do. 
Why? Because you, 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 there's a great call on your life. There's a great call on your life. There's a there's a there's a, there's much work for you to do. And so therefore, with that being said, you got to make sure God is using those situations in your life to cause you to be stronger, to cause you to be wiser. So, so when you encounter things that the enemy has brought onto somebody else, or some things that God uh, uh, would cause you to face, those things that you've been through, re- you you recollect on those situations, and you say, oh, you know what? Hey, I've been through this. I've seen this. I've been told this. This is how I get through this. This is how I'm going to become stronger. By maintaining my confession. By maintaining my consistency. Maintaining those things in my life that have caused me to trust God. The discipline of where I'm going. The discipline of what I'm doing. Sometimes I've I've found um, that God is teaching us discipline by causing us to be in tight situations because now I have to respond to what I'm dealing with in a different manner. See, when you you deal with with conflict in, in easy areas, you use your resources. You use those things you've been doing. But then when God puts you in those tight places, you then have to trust God and you also have to think. You also have to strategize. And in this season, I hear you, Holy Ghost, God is teaching us how to spiritually strategize. You've been winging it too hard. You've been off the cuff too much and depending on other people to come and save you. But God is teaching you how to strategize. God is teaching you how to be strategic in this season. So when the blessing comes, you won't be so haphazard and lawless. Ooh, my God, today, God is removing that lawless, lawlessness out of you. You're frivolous. My prayer has been the, the past couple of months, Father, make me, good, make me a good steward of what you've given me. And make my hands ready for what you're about to put in, put in my hands. Hallelujah. My God, today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So then I've been praying and asking God, God, make me a good steward of what, you, what you've given me, and, Lord, teach me how to manage what you're getting ready to put in my hand. God's about to put some things in our hand that require you to be diligent and disciplined prior to, not when you get it. Find yourself in. It's not because you've done something wrong or not because God hates your stinking guts. It's because God's getting you ready for the next dimension of your life the next plateau, in the next area of your life. So you've got to remain consistent in the discipline that God is giving to you. Write some things down. Create some new habits. Oh, God, I hear you, Holy Ghost. My God, today. It's, it's a season to create new habits. I'm going to say it again. It's a season to create new habits and, and, and new practices. My bishop, my pastor, Bishop Jeffrey Davis, I thank God for him. He, he's been teaching last last month. He did an entire series on favor. And as the man of God began to talk, I, I listened and I, and I asked God to, to embed it in my heart what's being shared with us every Sunday and Tuesday. 
as God began to share with me, he says, if I'm allowing favor to come into your life, you cannot be frivolous with favor. You cannot be haphazard with favor. This favor requires your discipline. This favor requires that you do what you do on purpose and not live in a place where the favor of God has to cover your, dis- your, your lack of discipline or, or your inability to pay attention. See, sometimes favor gets us out of trouble. So then we don't, really, we don't really get the blessing of favor because favor is usually making up for what we messed up. But in this season, if we can be disciplined and be obedient, that favor will cause us to walk into a whole new dimension of blessings, miracles, signs, and wonders. Because favor being catapulted from obedience is a whole different thing. But a lot of times for us, favor is, 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 is cleanup. I know I ain't going to give a lot of amens right after through that. Favor, favor comes to do cleanup for us because our credit isn't right or because our savings is not correct. And so, therefore, uh, uh, we have to find ourselves um, in places where we cannot allow the favor of God to work on our behalf. It's plain cleanup. So because that favor is, is playing cleanup, we, we, we don't get the full blessing. We don't get the, the full experience of what God is doing for us. So then it's, in this season, I know this is very calm talk. This is, you know, not a hardcore preaching, but I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with you that the Lord is saying to us, embrace this tight area. Embrace this area where I'm allowing you to, to weed out old bad, um, those horrible habits of yours. Those things that you, those practices you've created for so many years that put you in bad positions mentally, emotionally, and financially. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody ought to put in, God, I thank you for new practices. I thank you for I thank you for hallelujah for new for a new mindset. See the renewed mind is not just wanting something new. The renewed mind is not desiring something new. The new mind is also implementing new thought processes, new ideas, and then new disciplines and new practices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the part of Christianity we have to learn how to deal with, that, that, that my deliverance and my breakthrough is not just about a jump and a shout and that I feel better, but that also I, de- I, I now put in new practices that are contrary to the old man. Oh, my. I'm going to mess up right there. I'm going to mess up right there. We say all the time, things I used to do, I don't do no more. Places I used to go, I don't go no more. Well, how about saying things I never did, I'm doing now? Things I once did not practice, I practice now. 
I practice eating better. I practice saving money. I practice going to bed on time. I practice exercising. I practice reading my word regularly. I practice praying on a regular basis. I practice worshiping on a regular basis. I practice giving to the poor. I, I, I practice giving away uh, clothes that I don't, I don't use anymore. I practice being on time more. I practice loving my neighbor. I practice being helpful. And not because I just feel good. Because don't get me wrong, not doing old bad things is great. But where are your new practices? What are you filling those empty holes with? Oh, my. I got to go. Y'all sick of me already. I get it. I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. What, what are you filling those holes that you once had in your life with? That old relationship that, that, that broke your heart, what are you now filling that broken place with? Are you allowing God to heal you? Or are you jumping right back into relationship because you're, even though your practices have not changed? And no matter how bad that dude or that woman was to you, something in you attracted them to you to them. And you need God to heal that and deal with that first. Hallelujah. And God wants to bring us to a place where we are practicing new things. We are, we, are, we are having new ideas. We are taking new opportunities. Stop living your life in regret. Stop, stop letting opportunities pass you by. Stop letting chance pass you by. Open up your mind. Open up your heart and do new things and go to new areas and, and try new things and, and, and be around some new people. Be around some people who are who are doing what you're trying to do. Who can tell you? Who can walk through you? Bless you, missionary handy. Uh, um, uh, who are doing new things? We get stuck in a routine for so long that when God brings us something new, we reject it, and we some of us even rebuke it, and we even will open up our mouths and say, "That's not God," but you don't know. You didn't pray about it. You didn't seek God. How is God going to bring you into a new dimension with new revelation and new opportunities? If everything that comes around you new, you shut down. That's it. Missionary Handy, God feels us with longing down in our souls. But we have to learn how with that longing to try new things, that longing for new things ain't going to come with old practices. That longing for new areas and, and new dimensions and, and, and to know God more is not going to come through old practices. You want to get closer to God, but you won't pray more. You want to get closer to God, but you won't worship more. You want to get closer to God, but you won't get in your word. You want to get closer to God, but you won't go to a conference or to classes and take up classes to learn more about the word, to, to expand your your understanding of the word of God and theology and harmonies and harmonies because you just want to go to church and come somebody lay somebody lay hands on you and everything become better. You've got to stretch yourself. You got to go out there and not be afraid to do something different. We're so afraid of new. We're so afraid of new. We're so afraid of things that we don't know. Every time something new comes around us, we give it that we give it that side eye. We don't trust it. The new people come around, we get in the side eye. New coworkers come in. Oh, they're a snake on the plane. They probably they probably work for the uh, uh 
the administration. They're going to tell on us. Every time something new comes along, we're scared of it. We don't look to buy a new car. We don't look. We, we want to go get a, a used car because that's easier to get. That's easier to obtain. The new car costs too much, but you end up spending that plus something on all the maintenance you did for the, just to get the old car. We have got to be able to be stretched and allow God to bring us into new places and new dimensions. Hallelujah. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this teaching tonight, y'all. God wants to bring us to a new place. This requires our discipline. There are some things God's not going to do for us. We have to go there and, and take the, the, the lean of the Holy Ghost and lean of God and follow it to get there. Follow it to get there. God was not going to change Abraham's father's country into the promised land. Abraham, Abraham, Abraham had to leave. Abram could never become Abraham staying where he was. Paul never gets his sight, Saul never gets his sight returned or his name changed. Uh oh. Sorry, y'all. Without trusting God for the new place. Why is that we do something different? I'm going to hold it. It requires that we do something different. It requires that we trust God where we can't track him. It requires that we take a chance on a place we've never seen, to hear something we've never heard, to do something we've never done. Hallelujah. God wants to bring us to new places. Those that are the sound of my voice, those that you will, that will come back to listen to this either on blog, talk, radio, or Facebook Live, those of you who may see this later, not live, but maybe come back at the live later, God wants to bring you to a new place. It's a new season. Hallelujah. It's a new day. It's a fresh anointing, and it's coming our way. It's a season of power and prosperity. It's a new season coming to us. Embrace that new season. It starts with you you uh, embracing this tight area that God has you in that makes you feel uncomfortable. I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. It, 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 it requires you this, 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 this pressing, hallelujah, that God is using to bring the oil out of you for the next dimension. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord say, I'm bringing, I've got you in a tight place to press the oil out of you for this new place. This new place requires a new oil. This new place requires a new wine. Hallelujah. It requires a new response. Bless you, Jesus. So therefore, children of my, hallelujah, my children, my son, my daughter, bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Embrace the pressing. Hallelujah. Embrace the pressing. I'm going to cause your feet to go into areas that you've never been before. Hallelujah. I want to cause your voice to be heard among people you do not know. Hallelujah. I want to cause your 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 ideas, oh God, to be on the hallelujah, to be on the table. Oh my God, hallelujah. Of influence you have not spoken to before. In the name in the name of you says the Lord of God, hallelujah. I'm going to cause you to be stretched in areas you never thought you would be stretched before. 
Hallelujah. I want to cause you, hallelujah, to walk in places you've never even thought of before. Embrace the stretching. Embrace the crushing. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Embrace it. Embrace it. Bless you, Jesus. Embrace it tonight. Embrace it. This is not one of those things where you need to go and call and make reference to somebody else or, or call somebody asking, well, what did you do? This is individual. It's about you and God. It's about what God is saying about you. It's about what God wants to do for you. It's about what God wants to share for you. It's about what God has said about you. You've got to be selfish in this particular thing right here. Hallelujah. Listen, I didn't want to hold you too long tonight. Understand that God is saying embrace, embrace the press. Embrace the press tonight. Embrace the press. Right. Hallelujah. Embrace the press. There's new oil coming out of this press. There's new oil. Hallelujah. There's new oil coming out of this. My God, bless you, Jesus. There's new oil coming from this press. Hallelujah. I can't shake it. There's new oil, hallelujah, coming from this press. Bless you, There's Hallelujah. Fresh oil and new wine. Hallelujah. Fresh oil and new wine. My God, I need y'all to hear me tonight. Fresh oil and new wine. That's what the Lord is saying tonight. Fresh oil and new wine. Fresh oil and new wine. Fresh oil and new wine. My God, today, fresh oil and new wine. Now, listen, because I'm talking to y'all, and I'm talking to me, too. Hallelujah. Fresh oil and new wine. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. My God, bless you. Fresh oil and new wine. That's what's happening tonight. Fresh oil and new wine. Some of you have been trying to figure out why have these things been happening. Why can it seem like I can't get a break? Why does nobody understand? Why won't God even let me tell anybody what I'm dealing with? Fresh oil and new wine. Tonight, Father, I pray tonight for those that are the sound of my voice, whether it be blog talk, radio, or Facebook Live. Father, I pray tonight that they hear your voice, they hear your words, Father. Bless you, Jesus, through your male servant. And, Father, they embrace the press. That they embrace the, they em, em, embrace the fresh oil and the new wine, Father, for this new season that's getting ready to happen, this new dimension, these new levels, oh, God, these new territories, these new opportunities, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise, whether, it be, whether they hear it now or they hear it later. Father, I thank you. And they begin to listen. As they hear this prayer, oh God, they will begin to feel the strength of God to move through their body, their heart, and their mind to keep moving and to allow themselves to be pressed for the new oil and new wine. Bless you, Jesus. Honor and glory. And this glory shall be thine. Hallelujah. I give you glory. I give you praise. I give you honor, oh God. Allow these words to echo in their hearts and their minds. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. For this, we give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name I pray. It is so, and so it is. Amen. Listen, my name is Prophet Antoine Thomas. Remember, the sky's not your limit. It's too low. God bless you tonight. Now, blog talk, I don't know who's on the line tonight. Um, what I don't know um, uh, is how to unmute anybody. Now, I didn't get that instruction. 
But hopefully if you're hearing me tonight and you're on Facebook Live, there's something that you want to share. Um, listen, I thank God for all of you who are on, those who took the time to listen. Hopefully you were able to hear me and you can hear me well. Amen. Uh, as far as I know, everybody's phones were muted, and I don't know how to unmute them. I didn't get those instructions. But hopefully you heard every word the Lord shared with us tonight. I know I heard them. Hallelujah. I know I heard them. And so tonight, uh, as we would normally do, uh, I just pray. So we'll, that's our closing prayer tonight. I thank God for you. I thank God for Apostle Elect. Thank God for Evangelist uh, Renee Kaiser. Amen. For just giving me the opportunity to, to sit in for her. She's a blessing to the body of Christ, and we thank God for her. All right? We love you. Remember, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I believe is our is our key scripture. Um, those who somebody's going to be on this Monday night. I don't know who that is offhand, and I believe I'll be back again next Friday um, for blog talk as well. I love you. Um, I love the Jesus in me loves the Jesus in you. Remember again, the sky's not your limit; it's too low. God bless you tonight.